Hello, 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 and welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back finally for another episode of Interview with the Vampire. I know it's been a little while, but I think this show is really good and it deserves my time and attention to give it a thorough review. So if that means I have to, uh, you know, push it a little bit down the line so that I can, I can write out my thoughts and feelings as I'm watching the episode. I don't mind. This was another good one entitled After the Phantoms of Your Former Self. Teleplay by Jonathan Sinceraz and Dave Harris. Directed once again by Alan Taylor. Not as strong as the premiere, but I still gave it a 9.3 out of 10. I like the overtones of their commentary on racial issues with Louis being colored, as he says, which is very relevant because we say black, but back in the time frame they are at black people were considered colored like god took a crayon and was like here let's just color color this in and that's that's what it'll be or negro as that was brought up in this episode as well juxtapose the very privileged lestat and how he walks through life and i like that they're tackling their love story but acknowledging even in the beginning of this love story the very undertones that is created from who these two people are on an individual basis and then you have the vampire or the vampirism thrown in there and that adds an extra layer of dominant submissive into the mix and they're doing a brilliant job of threading that needle rather consistently i love the writing there's some really good lines in this one and i do like the the very subtle dry humor that daniel brings and the way in which louis responds all of that continues to very much appeal to me as well as the two sexy as hell leads because it feels a little bit like before i turn it on i'm preparing myself to watch soft porn greetings loved ones it's time to get horny before we jump into our review wherever listening to this podcast podbean stitcher itunes spotify go down to the rating section drop some stars leave a review my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe and if you want to send feedback lacquercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below so this week we begin with daniel admiring maris's venetian artwork and is joined by armand as i suspected but his name is rashid interesting why doth he wear them black gloves though i got my eyes on you 
Daniel wonders what the groaning is and he tells him that it's the sway of the design of the building. Despite Daniel's best attempts, he is unable to interrogate Rashid, but is told that dinner is coming and that Louis is a god and he is his humble servant serving happily throughout his endless course of meals your guests will be joining you in course seven he remarks are you fattening me up for my inevitable end i got beans greens potatoes tomatoes lamb greens 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 potatoes tomatoes chicken turkeys i think this was just an excuse for him to show off his chef skills because i'm pretty sure rashid since we didn't see him come in is the one that cooked all these dishes i'm just making a whole bunch of assumptions here but yeah it just seems like someone just got out of french culinary school and wanted to show off he is funny saying he missed several endangered species when louis first joins him louis apologizes for his outburst earlier saying that i should have uh not done that i won't do it again i promise danny says memory is a monster and also is curious about his place setting that he watched very astutely and wants to know about the farm and the fresh ab negative in which it came from but he dismisses those questions we're talking about two men going into a church because after the bliss of their reunion the consummation of vampirism comes unrelenting pain for louis retching and his body dying however he is too good he is told by lestat they are too good to drink the blood of the dying as his pores monsignor was he a monsignor just a priest i don't know he thought his blood was kool-aid he's like look we gotta be very careful with our kills because we're not gonna have a convenient graveyard to dump the bodies into then louis catches the spark and the way he went from retching on the ground barely able to see him and then he's all perched on a grave and his sheer joy and the smile on his face rocks you don't have to put on the red both men are high on the wonder of the experience walking the town one is well rather basking in the other's radiance and daniel person you were loaded I'm so high, I can hear let's call it what it is y'all was on a hell of a binge lestat is eager to impart his particular wisdom on louis pointing out that they were your species these homo sapiens and now they are your savory inferiors power is an art he can subdue anyone but restraint is a powerful weapon he tells him as they go into a bar he looks at the prettiest one louis that is at the ball but unfortunately he's too much work and it's best in the beginning to let the food come to them or him as he points him in the direction of an innocent salesman 
he was an expert louis recalls at the hunt and i just wanted to feed but this man is all about his horses and farm equipment until he realizes he's not in a considered sexual partner situation but louis first meal even though if you thought that's what they were gonna get into why would you go up to their room bite the neck he tells him as he goes after he's like anytime that you're ready louis lose like i've been ready i've been ready he didn't even finish his fucking sentence before he was biting that man's neck well he was biting him yeah to be told to bite the neck and not bite the blood yeah you suck it there you go good job afterwards louis is shaken by his actions despite lestat's blase nature about it all there is a little undertone too and even in the way he's instructing him like he's his like he's his dog right he's like oh you're slave you're we're not a companionship you know you're you're basically patting him on the head like he's your your puppy your companion but not necessarily in a relationship that's a healthy one even going as so far as to suggest the next carpet they get as they dispose of the waste but these are human beings and louis realizes immediately that was just an innocent man he thinks he can go home but lestat tells him that it's going to be difficult well he says it to his ghost as he leaves or to the air as he leaves he also forgot that paul was dead and that was a little heartbreaking he walks out into the sunlight and immediately realizes his mistake burn, baby, burn. i'm not sure if i was supposed to laugh but i did when he threw that milk on him i'm like that is not gonna help it's not a, a little sunburn you are blistered sir you turn in literally to ash in the sun and he bangs back on the stats door and you know damn well he was not asleep he just waited for him to bang for that long and desperately begged for him to be let back in and he carries him upstairs like the loving like the loving caring master and remarks that he should have warned him about the sunlight that's so my bad like bitch i knew you was about to go out there and learn that lesson and it was one in which you will not not make anytime soon again you're a mistake you won't don't worry new orleans with its shadiness and entertainment is the ideal place for their romance as he disrobes and shows him their bed which is a coffin sam reed is assaulting my loins and that should be a crime they have feelings he said don't worry you could be on top in the present louis remarks it was too many firsts for one night homicide coming out he's like coming out you robbed a daughter of a pony i'm not judging i'm judging a little i'm not gonna lie daniel is slightly disgusted that his focus is on himself meaning louis thinking it isn't conflated or complicated as louis would make it out to be and scoffs at the idea that lestat and louis were equals in the darkness 
because he did climb into that coffin and he says black student white teacher equal in the dark i like him calling out that despite his acceptance of his own actions and free will there is an acknowledgement that louis was being taken advantage of emotionally and then finding out later that he could read his emotions the entire time as a human you can't help but think of how he used that information in order to bring louis closer to his side like his insecurities the things that he wants doesn't want if you can if you can which he did um nurture that and uh weave it to the outcome you want well of course and that's a undertone that daniel very much picks up on his propagation doesn't go unnoticed however especially about the fact that you killed a human being and humans are not as lestat says all episode meat however did you get that from the internet class you downloaded fuck you bitch shut the fuck up bitch back the fuck up i knock the fuck up you hey tell you was a sick ass burn the next course is being brought in louis gets a live rabbit as daniel gets a dead and cooked one the the live rabbit that was scared and you know was all trussed up to be eaten had the benefit of being stroked and soothed before consumed and daniel to his credit did still take a bite of his rabbit even after he's chastised for his judgment by louis who says when you cut into your rabbit do you consider the life of the rabbit or just cut that's a great line he is unimpressed with the idea that vampires are these apex predators who seek the glory and the ending of life as if they are fucking with the divine plan but louis hopes that's the point that their book is a warning more or as well as his story and daniel's line of questioning was proper louis tells daniel that he didn't take to killing easily despite lestat in the in the past brushing off his nightmares he continues about his business at night with no one noticing them glowing ass eyes but at least later on they showed he had glasses his muscle wants to run his new enterprise with lestat tempted by a woman and knowing the man intends to con uh, louis as oh i forgot to tell you vampires can read minds and you gonna sit on that skill for how long like don't don't make me beg (laughs) i need to know how to do this he says that humans are boring all they want is sex food and to go home they are mundane and thus lestat isn't as intrigued to not only hear them but also visualize their thoughts apparently vampires cannot read each other's minds which means lestat lestat has lost a weapon with louis 
you taste after the ghost of your former self my love and i plan to rid you of it i think that is going to be the tossing or, or the tug between them continuously and something that he intends to win but i think he also likes the challenge of the idea that he won't get him to his darker side because i think that with lestat there is a 70 30 percentile whereas with with louis there is probably a 60 40 actually i think i Lestat, i would go higher about because yeah he was talking some bad shit about humans so probably 85 percent 15 percent good 85 percent not so great and then i would say for louis he is 75 percent good and 25 percent bad he goes to see his mother who invited him to this party but clearly not approving of his sexuality and he tells her when she reads his thoughts about the way he's dressed that the glasses are for his sensitive eyes i got a prescription mama he gets a warmer reception from grace who's so very happy to see her brother and missed him and he picks up that she's pregnant with twins at a deal with uh, some uppity motherfucker that had it coming he is dismissed and talked down to despite his ingenious plans and 15 percent he is considered an exceptional negro and he really touched his forehead talking about there's a brain in there after all and made him shake his hand you gonna learn today and for so long he'd grown accustomed to the smile the nod the adverb the yes sir the no sir the yes sir of course sir until that dude took the wrong night for the fuckery Making my way through the hood, sipping this yak. Niggas about to get blown with the Mac. Black egg, 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 egg. A black egg, 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 egg. Riding around the block with a Glock. Yo ass finna get shot. I did laugh that they were casually just dragging around this body <laughs> in a rug. With Lestat being angry and disappointed at his risk saying this is close to where you work this is a person of high influence it's one thing for priests because they'll just assume they're child molesters (laughs) that shit had me dying but this is this is a white man an important white man fledgling he's like look fledgling or slave because they starting the same sound the fucking same and you don't understand it colored white or french or french negro gay sometimes gay i don't know i haven't decided yet they talk out their fight as lestat doesn't like to sleep they both in their separate coffins he's like i don't like to sleep mad and he asks how to make it up to him and louis immediately knows how i want to buy the fair play saloon you knew you what you was doing despite the risk of vampire and human business being not so great he uses his white privilege for good and it was a good revolving door for prey they also renamed it the fair play saloon 
and for five years louis gets rich but neglects his familial obligations particularly to his sister who had twins and now has another son named benny who is so cute she's also still getting financial support from him because her husband is not so great with money or business as she remarked five years ago i did laugh out loud when he kept talking about holding the child he's like did you eat the baby it's like um i haven't killed anyone since the 2000s did you eat the baby (laughs) we all need to know did you eat your fucking nephew we don't even say nephew we're just like did you eat the baby because the sister has to go check on or his sister has to go check on the twins so she leaves her baby with the man that's looking terribly uncomfortable to be holding the baby but her husband who could just shout from another room instead of getting his ass up and helping because it's not like you are you know providing financially for the family so um well at least not the way she's probably accustomed to living right so maybe he's feeling it don't matter if you're feeling insecure bitch get up and help but uh he's like look i'm gonna ask you one more time did you eat the baby it is the pandemic the opening for these other vampires that are not so vegan he then watches in amazement as a chair is pulled out for dimmick who comes in biker dude seats himself and allows louis to feed from him in russian he tries to strike up a conversation and he's like he's american oh uh you like dubai hey bro what oh my god Demick almost passed out actually he did pass out and rashid had to be called daniel casually remarks that he has a drinking problem he is so this this he'd be so determined like i'm trying to eat here and i'm also don't want to show my disgust and flinch but i'm gonna flinch anyway but i'm not gonna look away he didn't eat the baby but he is skipping meals in the past with lestat telling him he needs to cut ties with his family to spare them the pain it's a rite of passage it's like i'm never gonna have a family louis i am your family he knows that he is all of the things that is bad but all of the things that is good and the challenge louis brings with every sunset is worth it and says they both need to just go on vacation never mind the schematics of getting one but two coffins on a boat (laughs) that's hilarious so he's like fine we'll bring paris to us and go to the opera he's like another fucking opera i'm so tired like the first time it was amazing now it's simply shit you like to do that you keep foreseeing on me as culture and like i'm still motherfucking black dude like take me to jazz club if you really want to do something for me but he does have matching tuxedos for them and he says look i'm gonna tell you one more time he had a way about him 
says that the earth beneath him was liquid and he rather hero worshipped Lestat because he was prenaturally charming and thoughtful he can only go to the opera as his valet due to the racial discrimination and as he bristles with indignation Lestat disarms him with his greatest fear which is to be alone and begs Louis to never leave him and always mind the relationship not many like us out there liar liar whore liar whore you know it you're starting to get all the hallmarks of an abusive spouse an emotionally abusive spouse Lestat when offended by the opera particular the tenor uh he's not to be fucked with okay because that's his next hunt and how he hunts is uh pretty damn brutal he also literally took his own blood that's how angry he was and started putting it on the sheet notes he even brought sheet notes that's when you know you a fucking nerd Lestat not only brought this man well first he he praised him got him to trust him got him back to his house or apartment and critiqued him and humiliated him by playing it the correct way and said I know how it's supposed to be played because I was there when the fucking composer wrote it before he kills him he's like damn you had to do him like that you just you just uh destroyed all of his self-confidence as a person and Lestat's like I don't care if you enjoy killing I do but you are a killer and the sooner that you accept that the better off you will be talk about being a grave critique Lestat is an artist he kills artistically while reluctantly fascinated Louis watches and is able to see the tenor's life as the man dies remembering it Lestat wants him to embrace his nature he's like I will say this for the last time he had a way about him I don't know how he did it in those first years so he joins in draining the tenor he was pretending and afraid to disappoint his master because he considered himself a botched vampire never to enjoy it the way Lestat did he also likes to pretend to be human once a week by enjoying a dessert with Daniel a dessert that he picked up from one of his books the throwaway line Daniel opens up finally and admits that the dessert was the first thing he ate after he proposed to his first wife he talks about how she had a different colored eyebrow that she would always bleach but he preferred when she left it alone meaning he appreciated her uniqueness as who we are naturally is our preferred self before he ends the recording and the two enjoy their dessert together and it feels like the men are starting to understand each other on a certain level at least Daniel's certainly starting to understand the lens of all of this through Louis's eyes and finding maybe some commonality commonality there uh, even if it is a little far removed from blood 
and that is the conclusion of our episode as stated another really good one i will try to increase these though in the next week or so as i wrap up a few other projects such as stay close and i think that we're we're getting closer to the end of what is it uh, i think we're in a wrap getting well we'll just get some other things done that's all we need to know before we can uh i'm gonna start sharp focusing on certain series that are particularly already run if you want to send feedback once again blackercouch at gmail.com my social media will be below until the next time peace hair grease and black girl magic